0: Technology sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, technology is a great thing until you actually need to use it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then it's just something you want to
2: punch. Yes. This is Alan Dean Foster. And my name is Beth Revis. I'm the author of Rebel Rising, and welcome to Star Wars Tides.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Star Wars Ties. I am your host, Jameson Stout, and with me is my co-host, the amazing, the awesome Rob Vader has returned yet
2: again. (laughs) Oh, you flatter me, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. It's been a busy couple of weeks, but we had spring break last week, so I got some, for once, I think for the first time in my entire life. I actually got done all the things I was hoping to get done around the house. So <laughs> That never I got, happens. I mean, that, that never happens. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, you know, I with, do. With, Waiting with, for lightning to strike. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, I got my little girl's room painted this week. Lyra Jin, by the way, Star Wars reference for you guys. That's, yeah. her, that's her first and middle name there. And, yeah, moved my son's room to the back room. Moved all my turtles and Star Wars stuff into the garage. So hopefully nobody breaks in and steals my stuff. But other okay. than that, it's been, a, it's been a really good week, man. What about you? I'm doing pretty good. I've been, this was my spring break
0: this past week, so today we're recording on a Saturday, so I just finished up, uh, and I got all the, pretty much all the errands on my to-do list, my honey-do list, compliments of my <laughs> wife done. I had a few things that haven't gotten done yet, but mostly it's been because I'm, it's stuff outside, like gardening and things like that, and mm-hmm. while the weather has been very beautiful this week, there's a lot of forecasts that we're going to get another cold snap, so I'm not really interested mm. in putting too much into the ground if it's just going to get killed
2: i know what you mean i did that the week before last and then i didn't look at the weather report and the next day it was going to frost so luckily my neighbors being as, as kind as they are they're like you might want to cover those and so far knock on wood my flowers are still alive oh, barely uh,
0: uh, <laughs> i hope they last uh, yeah the I've, had a, I've had several times where i've put stuff in the ground and as they call it around here either dogwood or blackberry winter popped in and it's just this little cold snap for about a day or two that goes below freezing and just killed everything. Even when, oh. I, even when I covered it, you know, something died. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> or it slowed it down. I had one that didn't kill it, but it it reverted. Like, mm. if you looked at the timetable of when everything was supposed to happen, it was about three weeks behind all of a sudden. Oh, wow. And it took so long that by the time, you know, it had bloomed and then developed and, and was starting to produce fruit because it was pumpkins. The bees were pretty much done pollinating in, in oh. masses. So there was no way for it to actually be pollinated, and, and I was I never got any pumpkins. I was like, well, that's just sad, but <laughs> it's because it took so long, and I cannot explain why, but it did. It slowed down the actual process, which is cool. I mean, I'm glad it didn't kill it, but it severely limited its ability to actually produce any fruit. So, oh well. Hey, it
2: would have been awesome if you could bring some pumpkins to, like, the Christmas dinner or something. Or... Well,
0: I mean, my goal was to <laughs> grow jack o' lantern pumpkins, you know, I actually have a couple of pumpkins that I could use and not have to go buy any at a pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. That's, I've tried that multiple years and never had it work. I don't know why I keep trying it. should just give up, but I'm a stubborn old man, I guess. Oh, um, I hear you. <laughs> me too. Um, aside from that, as you and I have talked about, I, of course, I had my accent back in June, but I've finally gotten back and into running slowly over the past couple months, I would say, Mm. Um, and I finally got myself up to where I'm able to exercise 6.2 miles, which is a 10K, which is the furthest distance I've ever done, and the one furthest distance I'll probably ever do, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and I had a pacing requirement through the Star Wars Dark Side Run that is 16 minutes per mile minimum. You have to maintain a 16 per minute mile to finish the race, and uh, I looked at the course map and everything like that uh, last night stuff like that and i'm like yeah i'm I'm averaging depending on how my pace settles it took me a a while the last 10k i I jogged to get my pace kind of steady
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, because one of the things i've had to do is i've had to monitor my heart rate while i run actively like every few seconds i have a fitbit that monitors my heart rate and i'm looking at it and going all right need to slow down because I need to slow my heart rate down right because I didn't I, I'd asked one of my cardiologists and they picked a number out of the air and just said shoot to keep it below that number and if you do you'll be fine well that's walking very fast that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a walking very fast pace I was like <laughs> okay so I tried to see what I could jog that would still keep it below it and it's been a it's been a long process trying to figure it out but I'm, I'm very happy to say I went to my other cardiologists because they work together but one of them is uh, focused on the electrophysiological side, which is the actual defibrillator placement that I had, and that's going to be a little bit more relevant to what I'm trying to do right now. I saw her yesterday, uh, and she said the number that he gave you is, is commendable, but if you're actually trying to exercise, I'm surprised you haven't already hit that number. And I said, "I have. That's the problem. That's why I'm asking. I've, I've exceeded it by you know by accident, just because as I exercise, your heart rate oh yes goes changes. up quick. It changes. Uh, and she was like. Don't worry about that number. I was like, "Really?" She said, "Yeah, you you've got, you know, she gave me a threshold that says the monitor, the device in your that's implanted in you will not even start to worry about your body until you hit this number." And it was considerably higher. Wow. Um, and she was like, "And it will monitor you at that point, and if it feels that the exercise is what's causing you to have, you know, to have hit that rate, it won't do anything." It's sophisticated enough to know the difference between Exercise and an actual medical emergency. Right. Um, right. So it won't do anything if it doesn't feel like you need it. It. But you know you might want to not get it near that number anyway, just to avoid having the problem. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think I would ever get anywhere near that number intentionally, because that's pushing. <laughs> that's pushing hard, and I have no desire to do that. So I'm. I'm very much encouraged. It means I'll be able to kind of get back into a pace where I could actually probably. I mean, I'm not going to try too much harder than I've already been trying because I've already got it under the pace they require. But I could—it means I could speed up a little bit and give myself a little bit more wiggle room um, ah, that's for awesome. finishing the race. So I'm—I'm I'm excited. I was very nervous, you know, eight months ago that I wouldn't be able to do this race. Mm-hmm. And by the fact that they won't let you cancel or or alter your distances unless you go up in distance instead of down, then I just kept it, and my brother's running it with me, and. I'll be running in the Dark Side Star Wars 10K next Saturday. Oh, that is so cool! I should that be, is so cool. I should be done by this time next Saturday morning. Hey, nice! I have to yeah. be. I have to be at Epcot at four o'clock in the morning.
2: Wow! Are Are you uh vacationing down there, or um?
0: Well, no, my family. When I signed up for the race about a year ago, uh, it'll it'll actually open up. I think next month for the next for the next one in 2019. When I signed up for it it was kind of decided by people outside of my knowledge my, my various cousins and aunts and uncles and all that that they were going to do a little family reunion down there because i have one aunt that lives there my brother lives over in tampa so they were just like you yeah, know we've already got some family in the state we'll just put everybody down there that weekend <laughs> um so to, to celebrate the fact that you're running a your race and that you're running with your brother and and of course then everything happened in june and i was like i just don't want to go I'm I'm willing to just not go because I, I don't want to face the fact that I'm not going to be able to do the race. But of course, as I've gotten more in shape and, and kind of gotten over my fears a little bit, I'm far more interested to actually go. So we're going to go down Thursday. It'll be an all-day drive on Thursday. We'll leave at the crack of dawn Thursday morning and drive down to Orlando. And then we're staying Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. And then we are driving back on Sunday to go back to work on Monday. <laughs>
2: Oh, jeez! Take Monday off.
0: Uh, I can't, because um, <laughs> I'm taking I the understand. next. I am taking the next Friday half of it off. Oh well. Uh, and the one after that for various appointments and things like that. So I mean, it's just you know, it just kind of worked out to where I have to be, I have to be back. But um, <laughs> the good news is that you know I'm I've got my brother with me. I'm I'm going to be a right. lot more conscientious of of my physical limitations this race. Um, but I am excited about it. I mean, it's a Star Wars race. I'm going to get water from, like, Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, what, what more but can thanks, I ask Darth. for? Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Whew. All right. Or well, BB-8,
2: he just kind of, like, he's on the sidelines, and he just opens where the lighter would be. It's just like yeah, a gives little... gives you a thumbs up, you know. Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> You're doing great. You know, keep pace. You know, whatever. Thanks, BB-8. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: But it actually, like, starts out of the park on one of the roads that go into the parks. Oh, cool. uh, from what I can tell, and then you'll actually go. We'll actually run through Magic Kingdom, and wow. and Epcot, uh, and then but, we'll finish up in the Epcot parking lot. So we'll actually go from Magic Kingdom over to the Epcot, and then and then out. Pretty pretty cool, man. You're gonna have to take lots of lots of pictures, or at least have somebody take pictures for you. <laughs> They've of course this Disney. They've got those little photo pass people all over the place, apparently. Uh, but I'm gonna have my phone on me, so I'll be taking some selfies with my brother. And I'm gonna try to get a picture at each of the mile markers. Um, Very cool. And man. there's there's some water stations and stuff like that that I'm sure characters will be at. So I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to the, the opportunity to do this and, and, one, get over what's kind of been weighing me down for the better part of a year, and, two, to get to do it with Star Wars, which is going to be pretty exciting.
2: Absolutely, man. I, I am so happy because I, I know how much this means to you. I, you've been running ever since I've known you, and uh, I, I'm just I'm just happy for you, man. And since it's Star Wars themed, that's that's even better. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to keep me posted on everything.
0: Oh, I will. I'll, I'll shoot you a, a picture, <laughs> yeah. message when I'm done. Uh, yeah, please do. Yeah, I'm going to be like the one person not running in costume, though. They they encourage costumes for this kind of a thing, and I'm just sitting there going, there is no way. <laughs> that I I could do anything, you know, running around like stormtrooper armor. You know, I could just oh my some, goodness, you know somebody's going to do it, and I'm just sitting there going, I could. There's no way I could do that. There's, no, no, there's no way. I said I might wear a Star Wars hat or a T-shirt, but yep, I don't no even wrong think that. I don't even think I'll do that. I think I'm just going to wear my normal running clothes. Maybe I'll wear. I've got some BB. 8 you No, know, I was about to say I've got some BB-8 and Star Wars socks that I could wear. But, <laughs> Those aren't really padded for running, so I'm not really sure if that's a good idea either. So I don't know what I'll do, but probably nothing. I'll just be happy to be in the race. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But uh, I did say the next weekend, which is May 4th, may the 4th be with us, Mm -hmm. I've convinced my wife our anniversary was last week, or this past Monday, actually. Oh, happy anniversary. Uh, Thank you. Seven years she's been stuck with me. Wow, Uh, seven years. Yeah. Has it been
2: that long already? Golly. It has. She has.
0: She's put up with me that long. God and bless. here's here's the trick, Star Wars fans, or Star Wars Ties fans, Now, not that I highly recommend this because I'm pretty sure it was dangerous territory for me, but <laughs> my wife did not know how big of a Star Wars fan I was until after we got married. <laughs> I didn't bring any of my books or my collectibles or anything into my house until after we'd already come back from the honeymoon.
2: And then she was like, oh, what did I get into?
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> And for the longest time, it was shoved in the back room, you know, way out of sight, where nobody could see it unless they went looking for it. But it finally got moved into the living room. Oh, because wow. Because the back room became the baby's room. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so by default, it got moved. By
0: default, it got moved. And there's nowhere else <laughs> except the living room. So I'm like, yes, it's right here front and center. Everybody can see it when they come in. It's great. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that's that's the way to do it. Don't tell her you're really into Star Wars until after she's already you know, committed, and then it's like, yes, all right. Yes, Let me just you just drop that. it on her. Then you just drop that, you know, small surprise. It's
2: a trap. <laughs> it's a trap.
0: <laughs> uh, but well, anyways, that kind
2: so... of reminds me, um, I had to actually move my, my stuff from the, the old game room into mm-hmm. the garage, and, you know, I've got one side of the garage. It's kind of nice in, in some ways. Yes, it's hot in there. Yes, it can get cold in there, and I'll work on regulating the temperatures later, but what's kind of nice is it's a lot more spread out. So I've got my whole turtle wall, and then i got my whole Star Wars wall. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and I actually sent you a picture of the yeah, Star Wars wall. Yeah, you sent Wars me a wall. picture of the
0: Star Wars wall. I was
2: pretty excited about that. Oh, yes. I got me a little Yoda sign, there is no try. Yeah,
0: yeah. something like that. or
2: you know, nice. Do or do not, there is no try. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Got that last weekend at, at Hobby Lobby and just a couple other Star Wars posters and just put them all up there. And So you've turned your garage into the man cave. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Like the the left side of the garage, or yeah, the left half of the garage, I guess I, I should say, is all dorky stuff, and then the right side is you know adult tools and you know all the grown up stuff. Oh, let's let's be honest, Rob. You you have like BB8 hammers. <laughs> yep. Let's see uh, what what else. Uh, Your what screwdriver
0: else? has you know Donatello's purple ribbon on it and then
2: hey you know that's turtle power you're gonna need that power while you're uh
0: (laughs) and that your power tools there you go your power tools could be (laughs) turtles themed
2: what turtle power tools (laughs) oh that's great oh god
0: (laughs) Uh, but anyway so that's your turtle layer slash rebel base
2: oh that's it oh i like that
0: there you go yeah it works for the rebel base because you got to do repairs on the speeders and everything. So
2: <laughs> that's true. And I always tell my wife, "Oh, I I, I got some work to do in the garage. I'll, I'll I'll be in a minute." Then you'll see me on my Nintendo. <laughs> I gotta level up, hon. It's work. It's work. It is work. You gotta grind. Yeah.
0: yeah. I gotta spend hours on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so May fourth, I'll actually be heading down to Atlanta that day yeah. to watch the Atlanta Braves play. Oh, no way. And it is conveniently Star Wars night.
2: Oh, I have a feeling you knew that. Yeah, I did. And I might or might
0: not have suggested that we go to watch a Braves game on that weekend to celebrate our anniversary.
2: Oh, nice, nice. That's right. All right. Is and she then, from the Atlanta area? No, no. Um, oh, okay. She's from the Charlotte area. Oh, I got you. So we'll, uh,
0: my parents are coming in that weekend to watch the kids, and we're going to go down kid-free and spend the night and watch a baseball game and actually maybe get to watch the entire baseball game uh, we don't have <laughs> two kids that so we have to get to bed at a decent hour. I know um, exactly what you mean. And then, and then you know, we'll turn around and stay the night in Atlanta so we don't have to get, come back in the middle of the night and uh, then we'll come back sometime Saturday. So we're looking forward to a little getaway and of course again, might or might, or might not have snuck in Star Wars into the, to the getaway. <laughs> Does she at least know a Star Wars night? She does. She does. She okay. knew She knew that in advance. I, did, I, I didn't have to sneak this one as much. I was like, hey, you know, I really want to go to a Star Wars night event for a sporting event. The Atlanta Braves Star Wars night's May 4th. You want to make that kind of like our anniversary getaway while we're, you know, combine two things at once? You know, I get a little bit of Star Wars. You get a getaway. She was like, <laughs> that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard, but it's probably the best one, so we're going to have to go. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Um, oh, I love it. I love it. So she, my wife, puts up with me, guys. I, I've got a good one.
2: Yes, There's you do, no Dash. Yes, me too. Yes, you do. We're did. lucky, man.
0: We are. We're very lucky. So you've been reading Tarkin lately?
2: I have. I have. I had to put it down a couple weeks ago, but from what I've read, I really like it. James Luceno's, or Luceno's vocabulary is mind-boggling sometimes, Yes, and I have to reread a page or two just to figure out what the heck he actually said. Sometimes but, I have to use a dictionary. Right. <laughs> it reminds me of Catalyst a lot in the way it's written. Well, only only he wrote maybe, Catalyst too. Right, exactly, exactly. Only maybe it starts out with a little bit more action at the beginning. It does. But boy, how cunning Tarkin is at the yes. very beginning, and as a, I guess, general first. Before he moved up the ranks to Grand Moth? Or was he already a Grand Moth? He was already point? a moth. Okay.
0: okay, He was a moth. Now, I will say this. Uh, like I said, I, I texted you about it last night. Yeah. It's a great yeah. book. I read it pretty quickly once I got into it. But it took, you know, it had a much more exciting start than Catalyst. I agree. Which was which definitely helped kind of get into the novel. And there's a lot of good material in there with his relationship with Vader, uh, which mm-hmm. it develops quite a bit throughout the book because the Emperor basically puts them together and says, you have to go solve this problem. Get mm-hmm. to work. And I think it's a great novel. I will say that I, as much as I enjoyed it, it had a very slow calculating beginning I meaning you were kind of following Tarkin as he was thinking through this process and you're seeing it from his perspective.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I feel like the ending kind of rushed. Really? I do. Um, and I mean, I, it was good. I liked the ending. I liked how everything went. But I feel like you know, in a series of about two or three chapters, a lot of things just suddenly concluded, and it was like, really? You know, <laughs> this was a very slow fuse build, and then, you know, it was a very short explosion to, to kind of conclude it. And then, you know, there was some fallout afterwards that was also very good. So, I mean, it was a great story. Readers, I recommend Tarkin, uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything for Rob, but I also recommend you consider... Instead of just getting Tarkin and Rob, you might want to consider this: is to look into the paperback copy of called *The Rise of the Empire*. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because it includes Tarkin and *A New Dawn*, which is a a novel focused on the backstory of the, some of the characters we're going to see today, Kanan and Hera, and how they meet mm-hmm. and and kind of their backs uh, some of their background information prior to *Star Wars Rebels*. But it also includes three short stories which tie the two novels together. Oh, cool. So as you're reading the short stories, the first short story is about Hera. And it doesn't have any major connection at all to to anything else. But then you read Tarkin, and then immediately after Tarkin, some of the characters and details about Tarkin are included in a short story that adds a couple more characters. And then those details or characters are used in A New Dawn. Okay. Wow. So you, you get a little bit of you know there's a it's, a it's a pretty easy flow to go oh okay I get it oh and then that person okay and and now that's you know that's the villain for this mo- this book so okay and then you kind of get into it um, and actually one of the characters that's introduced in the second short story I haven't read the third one yet because it's after a new dawn in, in the in the order um, is uh, Captain at this point Sloane S L O A N E who is an admiral. By the time we see her in the Empire's End trilogy, which is the Force Awakens,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or rather the post-Return of the Jedi trilogy that is part of the Road to Force Awakens, so there's even a connection to the new trilogy in this in these short stories and novels. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of good stuff there that kind of ties some of that stuff together uh, overall. Very cool. Very cool. I'll have to get that one. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's got Tarkin in it, which is like the one downside if you have Tarkin separate. But (laughs) there's a lot of stuff in there that sets up the stage for the next book or the next short story as you go into it. Oh, Uh, nice. Which I didn't realize until I started reading through it. And I'm like, because I was reading it from page to page. So I finished one, finished the short story, finished Tarkin, read the next short story, and I was like, oh, hey, okay, this takes place. This obviously takes place after Tarkin, the book, and, oh, look, this character gets introduced, and all that detail gets introduced, and then then I started A New Dawn, and I was like, oh, what do you know? There's that (laughs) character again. There's that detail. Okay. Sounds like
2: it's tying it all together. It
0: does, so it's, you know, because we are Star Wars Ties. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's it. I'm sorry, that was bad. <laughs> that. Teachers
2: uh. interested in the expanded Star Wars universe.
0: Exactly. So, I highly recommend that particular collection. I it, the only downside is you know you don't get the books separately, which is sometimes nice because they look good on your bookshelf. But when you that is true. When you have a bookshelf that's already overloaded with Star Wars books, sometimes it's <laughs>
2: nice to have compilations. Uh, this is also true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway,
2: uh, let's see. Anything else you've done Star Wars lately? I think that's it, my friend. It's been kind of uh, uh, more of a work month than anything else than uh, yes. than a leisure month. But you know, the- summer's coming. I hope to get caught up on a lot of. I'd like to definitely get caught up on Rebels, which we're covering today. I'm really excited about that because yep. I know virtually nothing about the series and I feel horrible saying that on the Star Wars podcast well see I, I think
0: it's good because it means I'm coming I'm not that I know a lot but I'm coming in with almost for almost the entire series worth of knowledge Right, about it. yeah so I'm looking forward to going back and watching again kind of the beginning um, and oh, then cool. I'll get to and then we kind of get to watch with you and you know the audience if they haven't gotten into rebels or anything like that they'll kind of be seeing it from your perspective so uh, you know I think that'll be good for listeners to kind of get both sides. Ah, sounds good. Um, sounds so good. I think that'll be good
2: for us. Sorry, didn't mean to butt in. Oh no, no, no. That's that's perfect because uh, I've I've watched the first half of the first season mm-hmm. and I really liked what I watched so far. But my son basically won't let me watch anything for a long period of time. <laughs> so children uh, tend to do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I might have to just kind of like sneak up early in the morning and, and while he's sleeping and and uh, get caught up. But I watch it on my Kindle. Oh, that's the way to do After it. After the yeah. kids
0: go to bed, I have the down the Disney Now up on my Kindle, and I'll just ah oh, watch a couple episodes before I go to sleep. They're only twenty two minutes long. Yeah, you know, I can be done in forty five minutes and not really lose a lot of time.
2: That's true. So, yeah. Well, good deal, man. Now, are we watching the whole thing today, or are we watching no, half? No,
0: my one? plan is just to, to Spark of the Rebellion is a movie, but it's it's got a very clear middle point. Oh, Okay. I think. Plus, you know, with Disney Now, they'll probably give us advertisements right in the <laughs> middle, so. There should be a pretty obvious moment, if I remember the movie correctly, where, you know, 22 minutes in or so, there's a, a very conclusive moment, and then they decide to go forward with another adventure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be an advertisement or something they will be like, oh, good, we'll stop right here, and then we'll just finish <laughs> it later.
2: Um, I do have some, some specs on the episode. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Before before you launch into that, there no, is one fine. thing I did get. Gosh, it was about, probably about two, three weeks ago. But I got it's a um, teen fiction book called Guardian of the Wills uh, by, by Chirrut and Bayz, or have that include Chirrut and Baze in it. And you know, if it's anything Rogue One, I'm all over it. And yeah. Rogue One stuff right now is relatively cheap. It is. Um, you can find some stuff on eBay pretty cheap for for the movie, and that's that's ended up being. One of my favorites. So I try to collect as much as I can about that. And I know we're going to be covering Rebel Rising in a lot more detail coming up. So I'm yeah, excited about I'm that. I'm excited too. about that too. At some point
0: soon, we're going to have to. But I'm, I need to get my copy back. I'll let somebody borrow it. Jeremy, actually, one of the guys that we have guests on this show. Oh, cool. And I don't know if he's read it or not lately. He actually just, I believe, well, uh, um, that by the time I publish this, it'll be old news. <laughs> His wife just actually had their second yesterday.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so well, Congratulations, Jeremy. Yeah,
0: congratulations, Jeremy. We're excited for you. And Baby Jack, who will has come into the world and will be the biggest Star Wars fan in your family. Has no choice. He has no choice, um, he has no choice uh, at all. But uh, anyway, so he's got my copy of Rebel Rising, so when we do cover it, I'm going to have to borrow it back because I can't remember some of the details in it. I know it was a quick read, but I read it back in January in like four mm-hmm. days, so it's, <laughs> I've slept since then.
2: <laughs> oh, Yes.
1: Us icely driving, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen.
2: In a time of darkness when fear ruled the galaxy. Move along, this is a restricted area. Heroes will
1: rise. Entering hyperspace.
2: Destinies will collide. Who is that kid? And a rebellion will ignite. I'm going to snuff out this spark before it catches fire.
1: What happened down there? He did. We need an opening. Found one! Kids, stop! Sounds like someone I used to know. All troopers, focus your fire on... ...on the Jedi. Our future is uncertain. But in time, a new hope will emerge. Your parents must be worried sick. I don't have parents. The Force is strong with you, Ezra. Come with us. Learn what it truly means to be a Jedi.
0: What part of blast them did you not understand?
2: It's over, Jedi. Not
1: this time. Now!
2: Premier of Star Wars Rebels. Join the Rebellion. Coming this October on Disney XD. Excuse the intrusion,
1: Inquisitor, but I have encountered a rebel cell. You did well to call.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to watch half of Spark of Rebellion, but I do have a, a little bit of information about the episode that I wanted to pass along. Uh, First off is that it is a film version that was made and it was originally aired through Disney XD app, not through television cable providers. Uh, It was provided to subscribers of certain cable and satellite television providers that could watch it on the Disney XD streaming video service. And that was actually available as early as September 29th of 2014. The first official airing was on October 13th. 2014, with an extended cut of the film that included an additional scene with Darth Vader airing on ABC on October 26, 2014. Hmm. I did not know that there was an, an extended cut. Uh, I didn't either. Until I listened to that, to say, that podcast by uh, the Rebel Force Radio Group. Of course, we know that the executive producer and supervising director was Dave Filoni. The writer and executive producer of the movie was Simon Kimberg. Uh, Greg Wiseman was another producer. I'm not going to read every single one of these, but Kevin Kiner was the composer. Killian Plunkett was in charge of the art or the art director, which is something I want to be spending a few minutes talking about. And, of course, we had several different actors that participated as voice actors. James Earl Jones did make an appearance as Darth Vader in that extended cut. Wow. Taylor Gray is Ezra Bridger. Freddie Prince Jr., which I can never see Freddie Prince Jr. in anything except the Scooby-Doo movies, the live-action <laughs> one, uh, is actually Kanan um, Jarrus. Uh, Vanessa Marshall was Hera Syndulla. And then, let's see, Zeb is voiced by Stephen Bloom, and Sabine is voiced by Taya Sirkar. I don't know how to pronounce her name, I'm sorry. And then, of course, we're, we're going to watch the movie, uh, or at least the first half of the movie, but it is not actually considered part of season one. Really? It, really. Uh, it is considered a separate entity. And in addition to that, there are four shorts that are about two or three minutes long that are also separate entities that precede the movie. Uh, so there's mm. actually probably about an hour and a half of material, if you put everything together, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. Well, no. Yeah, probably about an hour total. Like, an hour total of stuff that supposedly occurs before the actual first episode of the season, officially. So, as interesting as that is, we're going to begin with the movie, because it's not a short, and it does provide most of the backstory that we are, are trying to cover. Right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to watch with us, that's awesome. I highly recommend that you use either the Disney Now app, or a lot of your television providers will might have it available through streaming. But the probably the most reliable way to watch it is with the Disney Now app. It does have advertisements, but only like 30 seconds to 45 seconds of advertisements for every 15 minutes of of showtime, so or 10 minutes of showtime. So you're not going to miss, you're not going to spend a whole lot of time waiting on ads to, to end. I have tried to find it on YouTube, and there's to the best of my knowledge, without paying for it, there's no complete episode on YouTube. So I highly recommend if you have access to the Disney Now app. I'd I'd use that to watch it. And basically, the cool thing about Disney Now is if you have Disney on your TV service in any way, shape, or form, especially Disney XD, then you have access to all of those shows on the Disney Now app. You just have to log in with your television provider information.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep, I've got Dish, and that's how I did it.
0: Yep, I have Sling, but because I have the service, I can watch it through Sling. So So anyway, uh, if you're ready, I think that's all the specs I have. Oh! I did mention, or I did forget to to go through the ways to contact us. I'm sorry. Uh, crap. Jeez, what a um, hoser. Yeah, I know. I'm a horrible person. Uh, so I got all got you all hyped up for the show. And Then like, but wait, well, there's more. But wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us and tell us whether or not you know you're excited we're doing Rebels, or tell us some maybe some awesome memories you have about watching the show or getting into it, or are very maybe have some questions. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to answer them because I'm no expert. But I'd love to hear from you, and I know Rob would too. Uh, you can contact us in basically three different ways. We're available on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Star Wars Ties. Is that right?
1: I think, that's I right. think so.
0: Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I'm never going to get that right. Uh, at Twitter, we are <laughs> at Star Wars Ties, all one word. And then probably the best way to get in contact with us, because all of us get the same emails, check out Star Wars Ties podcast at gmail.com you'll send us an, e- uh, an email there that would be awesome send us an email and of course please find us on itunes and make some comments and critiques so that we can have some reviews and, and maybe get out there a little bit more
2: yes guys and just to add on to that we've only received one review so far and that that just that hurts our feelings <laughs> I, I know there's a plethora of great star wars podcasts out there but we we just would like to see who's listening so if you've never reached out before Please reach out. We'd love to hear any feedback, whether it's positive or constructive, just just anything. And iTunes reviews really and truly do help the show. You know, we financially pay for the hosting of the show and everything ourselves, and and we're totally fine with that. But iTunes, the way their algorithms work, is the more iTunes reviews you receive, the more iTunes will promote your show. You know, the higher up I guess on the listing of podcasts you'll be. And right now, with only one review, I don't think anyone knows who we are. <laughs> so unless we unless love you search us specifically, we don't pop right. up. Right. Uh, we don't we pop just, up. So please, please. No oh, way. go ahead. No, I'm done. Oh, I was just going to say, so please, you know, just take two seconds if you have an iTunes account and let us know what you think. We just want to expand our audience and, uh, you know, just share the fandom with you guys. And we'd love to hear what you guys think because we've been doing this for about a year now. We, we do see that there our numbers that... People are listening, but we've not really received a lot of feedback, and we're all about that. We, the more feedback, the better. We'll Listener interaction is one of the most fun things we've done in this show. So please, please, yeah. please, if you've heard the show, you you've never written a review before, we will be honored to be your first. So. Thank you for that. Sorry, sorry, that was a ramble, but no, there that's you go. good. That was great. We would enjoy your feedback,
0: especially Absolutely. for
2: the opportunity to be able to include it on the show,
0: or just to know that you're listening. Absolutely. So that's that's what it excites us and, and and makes us more willing to to put out more content. Not that we don't try to put out content, but <laughs> you know, it's more exciting and more invigorating when we know we have people that are listening and enjoying it. Absolutely, uh, it's a lot so more fun. It is. It's a lot more fun. All right. Well, I think at this point it's safe to say we probably need to get started. Uh, we're only gonna, like I said, we're only going to watch the first half, so I'll try to make a, a logical stopping place, and, and we'll comment on a few things. And as is usually the case with a, a Moss Eisley drive-in green screen, um, <laughs> comment whatever pops up. I'm going to mention a few things that I've learned as I've watched the episode uh, or, or heard about it. So, And I, I've sent you a couple of links. I'm going to be referencing the second one, which is the Google link. Oh, okay. Uh, and listeners, I will post both of these links in the show notes if you're interested. The first one is kind of background information about Star Wars Rebels, this episode and specifically. Uh, and the second one is really just a search, but um, I'm going to be referencing some information in it, so I'll carry that link over too so you guys can see it and see. I'm going to click the play button in – are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. In five, four, three, two, push. And a little dancing Mickey Mouse head. <laughs> it's buffering. It's buffering. Poor <laughs> network connection.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I hate technology sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, technology is a great thing until you actually need to use it. <laughs> Then it's just something you want to punch. Yes. I, you know where was Legos monster
2: trucks when we were kids? I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know. See, you you're a lot different from me. I don't know if I would have had the patience for Legos when I was a kid. What about you? Were you a big oh, Lego guy? Because I know I, you love. I know you love
0: puzzles. I, I was a huge Lego guy. Mm-hmm. I had. A, I have a three dimensional Yoda. Oh. Okay. I've started. Sorry. Okay. Me too. I've got I've got Ezra staring off into the distance here. Okay. So this is Ezra with a long swooping hair. Ooh, that's ominous.
1: <laughs> it's
0: a
2: star destroyer, isn't it?
0: It is. Pretty pretty grim start to the show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So one of the things I love about board. Kevin,
0: yeah, one of the things I love is about Kevin Kiner's use of the music in this. I mean, he does a really good job of incorporating some of John Williams' original themes mm-hmm. with, uh, with some of the other stuff. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Look at this portly uh, rebel, uh, not rebel, but imperial officer there standing, kind of bossing around. <laughs> You got this little skinny guy. AA-33, AA that sounds familiar. It. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he's eating, I mean, he's, he's just eating fruit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I've seen part of this. This looks awful familiar. Sorry, sorry, we... I hope you watched I'm it. For that was hey, Stout, just for the record, what, what part do you want? What, what's the time on yours? One minute thirty-five. Oh, okay, so I'm not, I'm not too far from you.
0: Are you ahead of me or behind me? I'm one forty-one right now. Okay, well, hang on. Let me catch up to you. Alright, where are you now? One forty-eight. One forty-eight. Well, pause it for a second. Okay. Or seven seconds, to be specific. And... Press play. you. Okay. Okay. okay, so he's talking to the...
2: Yep, uh, we're on the same spot. Yeah, hey, taking
0: him I heard somebody say that he was kind of like Aladdin.
2: I could see that. He kind of even looks I like I can see that. <laughs> yeah, he does. has a little bit of an Aladdin reference there. And that, and that hoverboard, is was kind of like the magic carpet. hmm hmm well, And all he wants to do then. is move to a whole new world. Almost feel bad <laughs> that, that was awful. That was, that was good. I liked that. That was weird. All right, so so what's the background on this guy? Um, you, you've seen the series, so you know a lot more than I do. Um, this mm-hmm. is the first time I'm seeing Ezra here, besides, you know, right. the few episodes I've so seen in the first season. So this is theoretically
0: season. Ezra's introduction. We know he's an mm-hmm. orphan, uh, or we, at least we assume he is because there's no parents, and he's stealing and, and kind of sneaking around. Um, we just saw, I think, a moment where he recognized a little bit of perhaps – a sense of the Force, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we, we understand from, from later episodes, and I'm not gonna spoil too much here, because I think it becomes an inevitable discussion as we, as we go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Ezra is, uh, Force-sensitive. Oh, okay. So, what we're watching right now is that he's just, he's kind of the observable, too. Uh, now, I wanted to point out something. Uh, I'll tell you when to pause here in just a second, or I'll just point it out. Uh-huh. Uh, so, this is Kanan with the ponytail. Okay? He's, mm-hmm. he's probably arguably my favorite uh, character yeah. in the series. Yeah, doesn't especially he? Especially uh, now that I've watched it through.
2: Doesn't he train Ezra?
0: He does. Uh, he mentions it. Now, the, the guy that we just saw run out, Zeb, mm-hmm. I want you to take a really close look at him. Okay. Okay, when it stops on him and you actually get a chance to look at him. Like there, got him. Now go to that Google I sent you and look at the Ralph McQuarrie painting of heroes.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Which is
0: it's going to be the one on the far right. If you click on it.
2: Okay. It's
0: got the little like curved top. Looks like a window. Ah. Yeah. Look at his version of look at his version of Chewbacca.
2: On the far right, you said?
0: Yeah, it's uh, kind of like a sunset oh, scene. that in that's the got... middle? Yeah, that's that's Maroth McCrary's original concept of Chewbacca. Wow, I did not know that. And if you look at Zeb, it's basically taking that concept art like... and making a new alien. Wow. So, Z- Zeb is a like little sock. A... <laughs> yes, there's a lot of cases where they took in a lot of stuff from Ralph McCrary's artwork and just said well they, they changed it so much in the movie we can just use the original artwork I um, got you wow. So, sorry listeners uh, story wise uh, Kanan and a few others were trying to steal some imperial stuff and Ezra jumped in and started to steal it too and now you know we get to watch uh, Kanan and his group suddenly try to figure out who is this kid huh. uh, we also met Sabine who was wearing the Mandalorian armor and Which but I love her design, Lola, by the way. Yes, I do too. Uh, as Lola Long, uh, Landon's little girl, points out, she comments uh, that it's girl A <laughs>
2: girl fat. Girl fit. So okay, so these rebels here, their mission is to steal food. They're they're stealing supplies, yes. Supplies, right. And if I remember correctly, it's, it's to, cause I think I have seen parts of this. It's to give it to this, this family that's starving or, or this planet that's... Yes, I think so. I think
0: everything they're doing right now is on Call, which is the planet that they're currently on. I got you. But they're trying to figure out who this kid is. Mm-hmm. pretty far but i've got plans
1: for that creep. so today is not your day mm, day's not
0: over no, <laughs> i like the comedy in this episode or in this show in general um, i'm sorry so i we of good stuff there I said i like the comedy in this show there's a lot of just oh yeah, you know, yeah cheap quite shot, a bit of funny
2: moments yeah i love the dynamic with uh, ezra and Zeb too yeah i do too a lot of great action in the beginning of
0: this, this series yeah I mean it just kind of starts there's very little beginning ah uh, buffering
2: oh I'll pause mine okay. just let me know there we go okay better
0: be worth it he just got shot down okay I don't know where you are in that comparison but I like
2: I said the music is great yeah, oh, yeah, music is good. Very solid. Okay, I think you're. Okay, we've a got the go- He's okay.
0: He's about to. He's debating about whether or not he's getting on the ghost. Right. That was a heck of a jump. That was a heck of a jump. <laughs> I think Kanan was impressed too.
2: I saw him intrigued, so you got this mysterious orphan, and orphans in the Star Wars universe, as we all know, are always pretty, uh, intriguing. Yes, that's a good way to put it.
0: I do actually don't get any ideas. They're <laughs> mine,
2: if you hadn't gotten in our way. So, who was the, uh, I guess the art as designer as 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 of as this as last show? Last. Or character?
0: Um, I read it. The art design, or art director, was... Killian Plunkett. Okay. Uh, now look at he's Chopper. Chopper is the, the uh, droid. 2 right? Yeah, or, yeah, he's the droid. Uh-huh. If you go back and look at that same picture, you'll see that the droid has an arm that kind of protrudes. Oh. Like a claw. Yeah, yeah. If we watch Chopper as the show goes on, he'll throw his arms out and it'll be
2: those same arms. Wow! How cool is that? Did. Yeah. So, what I mean, art we did was that originally boss. drawn? Was, was that drawn before the first Star Wars movie came
0: out? Yeah, the, that was the that was one of the concept art pieces for the original Star Wars. Wow! Like that was pre actual Chewbacca, pre Han Solo. That was when they were debating about making Han Solo and Luke Skywalker the same character. Really? Like one person. Um, instead of making two, and I also want you to look at
2: in the same artwork, just because it's convenient, um, the lightsaber. Uh huh. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was, I'm looking at that right now, and I'm thinking, hmm. His lightsaber
0: design—they used the, the like the shape of the blade and everything like that a lot more like the uh, Ralph McQuarrie design than some of the stuff they did with the movies. Wow. Looks it actually
2: it looks more so like good. a pointed sword.
0: Yeah, it looks so good. I mean, it's. I'm just. So, I feel bad for Ezra. He just got thrown into a, a <laughs> closet. Um, they're not in agreement. Hera is thinking about recruiting him. For those of you that don't know who Hera
2: is, she is the Twi'lek pilot of the ship that picked him up. Now, let me ask you some: are, are any of the voice actors from Clone Wars in this show? Um, just just as different characters. It's difficult character. to answer that question. Um,
0: some, I'm, I'm not sure about different characters. I do know that... There is extreme possibility, um, as the series goes on, that some characters make um, reappearances in in Rebels. Oh, cool! Very creative. Sounds like someone I to know. So some of them are, you know, like the people. uh, Well, we'll just wait and see. Uh, I don't want (laughs) to spoil everything for you. Fair enough. Notice that he was in a vent shaft. Apparently, he's really good at going through vent shafts. Oh yeah. And he fell into a gunner station, I think. He's like, I'm in space. What the?
2: <laughs> you might have a Luke Skywalker oh, moment. but he in the, the, you know, uh, actually says that.
0: Yeah, he I'm has a And I'm in space, and I'm about to <laughs> die.
2: <laughs> so I guess this is his first time out in space. So I wonder if that was yes. his home planet where he was at. It was. Was all oh. his home planet. <laughs> and of course she's beautiful
0: Even oh, Of the course hair flip. she is I know the hair flip That's great <laughs> And she's a gunner My <laughs> <name's Ezra>. Gunner <laughs> My name's Ezra What's yours you <laughs> It's like hey sweetie What you doing tonight <laughs> <laughs>
2: What I like about this, okay, so, you know, a lot of times with Star Wars, a lot of the main characters, they're used to space travel, it's just what they do, you know, so you're getting yeah. the perspective of a perspective of a kid, or a teenager, I guess, that <laughs> has never, never done it really before. left his home, and now he's just thrown right in the, you know, right in the middle of it, and, yeah, how boy kind boy of new and, and that's awestruck he you know? I mean, I is. Exactly, and I, as, as
0: observers, or his watchers, it's just awesome to be able to see it. Um, now, this is the the bad guy that we're going to be facing a lot of times right now, and that's Agent Kallus.
1: Ah, He's got some I sweet sideburns.
0: Yeah, he's no, got, got some great chops, yeah. some great hair. <laughs> um, I think his voice is awesome. Who voices him? Hmm. Agent Callus. Let go! You can't keep Take me back to fall Calm down, that's exactly uh, Alexander Callas David Wait, right now, Oriolo oh, okay. lost the I don't know the who that is, but sure. So they won't us um, when we he was the oh, voice actor. I wonder what so else he's done. Cool.
2: So just me and my out city. Yeah, I, I kind of already I'm like the blasters. dynamic here. So Ezra's like, oh, take me back home, but then at the same time, when they admit like, they're no, going, no, to I kind of want to see, see what's going on. Right? He's like, he's intrigued. He's like, you know, this, this is—I've never done this before. Yeah, he's like, this is kind of exciting. Yeah. So now they're at this, this other remote planet, I guess. No, donating. I think
0: they went back to, they're back on Lothal. They just want oh, okay. a different part of it.
2: Is it Lothal? So they went
0: to hyperspace to get out of being seen, and then they went back. So yes, they're on Lothal.
2: Okay. So they're giving those supplies to, I guess, some of the poor People communities? Really them. Yes. Very cool. Bad Kanan's lifting that thing up like it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, this is called Tarkin Town. Kind of like a um,
0: little bit of a history lesson there. Hooverville. References l- like Hooverville, yeah.
1: <laughs> to fight back. Got arrested for treason.
0: Any problems procuring these local Oh, that's what it was. Uh, David Ayolo is the guy. He's the guy that voiced Agent Callas. Uh, he's also... Um, I believe he's the guy that, uh, he's best known for his roles in Jack Reacher, Planet of the Apes, The Last King of Scotland, The Help, and he was Martin Luther King Jr. in Selma. Oh, excellent. So the guy that voiced, uh, Agent Callus has a, has a pretty good record. I didn't know that. I didn't, well, I'm just looking this up as we go here. Uh, finding
2: some information. Well, and now for our commercial break.
0: Uh, but so. Yep.
2: There's more of a... Let's
0: see, how many minutes are we into the show? We might already be at the halfway point. Uh, Probably not, but...
2: I gotta wait until this... Ad... We have to get to the 20 some- seconds of ads. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder how much Legos gave Disney for this. I
0: don't know, but I've watched a lot of stuff on Disney now <laughs> for Disney XD, and it's always been the same two Lego ads. <laughs> so, I would like some variety Lego... Now, put some Star Wars Lego I know I know on. You got a whole section it's... of it
2: I know I want
0: to get the BB-8 Lego Oh it's I like do 1, too It's 1,100 and something pieces
2: I know, But it's also like 100 and right. some dollars It's crazy Yes I'm, it's 100
0: Alright we are 14 minutes in yep. So we we got about 6 or 7 more minutes left And, we'll have to stop.
2: and they're taking all so the supplies So they give them the supplies Yeah yep. And Ezra's kind of like I didn't do anything But You're welcome See I'm immediately Drawn to this character I've, I actually really yeah, like The dynamic of this me too. Sometimes, I think it's really cool. Right, because I, sometimes I think with, with Star Wars, and I'm not criticizing the series, but like from a, a new, say like a, a new, brand new Star Wars fan's perspective, sometimes when you watch Star Wars, you're like, I have no idea what's going on. Because a lot of times their series hit the ground running with Maybe characters we already know or fans would already know. Right. And But because they've
0: introduced all new characters, we have to get the background, at least some.
2: Exactly. It, exactly. And we're and getting that, makes that here. It so much more
0: enticing. Yeah, You're exactly, exactly right. So, uh, so he's done, he sensed something, maybe. Uh, all of a sudden, he's just exploring the ship.
2: Maybe he needs to go to the bathroom. Um, maybe. Where's the loo? <laughs> There's a disturbance in the force. <laughs>
0: Man, I really like... Uh, I'm having an emergency. (laughs) I gotta go. I gotta go.
2: Alright, so what's that droid's name again?
0: Chopper. Chopper. Mm Mm-hmm. And you being a Rogue One fan, uh, if you pay attention to the back of the ghost in terms of, like, the engine shape and everything, Mm -hmm. the ghost makes an appearance in the Battle of Scarif. Really? Yes, and Chopper actually makes a cameo as a live-action character in the hangar on Yavin 4. I did not know that. Which is part of the reason the series had to end so quickly, because it takes place five years before episode 4 Mm-hmm. Uh so this is five years prior to I a new Hope. Oh cool. Uh he's he's snuck into a room and, and stolen something out of a drawer, and now he's pulled out a lightsaber, which is pretty cool. Um at least we assume that's a lightsaber. Whoa, there is a lightsaber. Yep. Uh but anyway so because it takes place five years before a new hope we always have to take into account that ooh busted yeah. uh. <laughs> look I know you're not gonna believe
2: me but it's like this thing wanted me to take it ah you're interesting right. almost like he's I force don't sensitive believe you. Now hand Yes. Me
1: lightsaber lightsaber Wait, isn't that the weapon of the Jedi give it to me.
2: Still got the Holocron or the box.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: we'll now, what's the deal with the box?
0: Uh, well, you could tell that Kanan knew he took it. That That's is. true. So now we'll see. Not so, um, so yeah. the Holocron is a message device <laughs> uh, for storing information for the Jedi. I mean, and you, the only way you can access it is by using exactly the Force. Crew, a team. So, it could be a Except test. A Interesting. I like how Sabine said they're in some ways a family. Yeah, look look
2: on her uh, shoulder too. It looks like a like a warthog or something on her shoulder. I think it's a wolf. A wolf? Yeah. I, the Doctor Who side of me sits there and go
0: sits there and goes, hm, it's Bad Wolf <laughs> Which if you're a Doctor Who fan and listening to the show, you'll get the reference. If oh, not yes. Oh well. But you know, it's a Bad Wolf reference. And knowing Dave Filoni, it would not surprise me if he snuck it in there. I don't you nice. just love how Ezra is like infatuated with Sabine? Oh yes. It's the hair. It's the blue and orange. Oh, it's like the Millennium Falcon. It is. It's got the gaming table, the bench. It's everything. It's cool. Yeah. I actually think that this was a design for the Millennium Falcon. I saw some posters back there. I was
2: trying to see what they what they were. I'm sure it's a reference to something.
0: I'm sure so, too. don't intercept this ship, will never find So they're talking about um, trying to avoid... Trying to help uh, some... Wookies who are getting taken to a slave labor camp, and at, at some point here very shortly, we're gonna stop because it's gonna be a, a pausing moment where we're like, "All right, we are going alright we gotta, we gotta quit." But oh, see, there was his arms, little waving. Oh yeah, I around. saw that. Yeah. yeah. Ready, no, um. we can't. The kid knows too much. We
1: don't have time to take him home anyway. We need to move now. I'll so, keep an eye on
0: him. <sighs> They're flying through hyperspace now, and I think they're going to oh, to go try to help the Wookiees. Gotta help the Wookies. Gotta no help the way. Wookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of when course, we're going to have spot. to stop at some point Who soon and avoid that. Uh, so we'll actually watch them save the Wookiees next episode.
2: Oh, sounds good. So they're going to Kashyyyk?
0: Uh, no, they're going to try to intercept this ship that just appeared. Imperial Transport it's, 651. This is starboard. It's an Imperial Transport <laughs> uh, that's carrying bounty. prisoners. We
1: captured an additional oh, okay. Wookiee prisoner and have transfer orders to place with you
2: we have no such orders kind of reminds me of rebel <laughs> of rising remember that one part where uh Tarkin, don't well, i don't want to give spoilers let me you let <laughs> like yeah. you explain to your superiors
1: why the empire has one less slave permission
2: to dock day one she's sly she is? she's good she's, she's good i like her i do too she's fun that doesn't look like a Wookiee. That Wookiees. thing's not a Wookiee. Have you seen
1: a rare hairless Wookiee before? A hairless Wookiee. That's <laughs> one of
2: those albino hairless Wookiees.
1: That's great. <laughs> oh,
2: forget it. already <laughs> <laughs> no, well. like Zeb And Sabine. I do too. To He's hilarious. <sighs> Just
0: something about the so his species is actually Lassat. L A S S A T. Lassat.
2: Now, is that a new race specific to this show? That is a
0: new race that they made up oh. specifically oh. for this show. Excellent. Um but they made it up based on the the concept work for the original Wookiee, which is
2: oh they're jam the uh raspberry for, is it strawberry raspberry I hate
0: this raspberry to look that way this was a trap, it's a trap. <laughs> So they're stuck in the transport, and now an Imperial Star Destroyer with Agent Kallus. That's an awesome helmet, by the way.
2: I um, agree. And a great name,
0: too. Like to
1: to yeah, Kallus. Like yes, Why don't exactly.
2: You do it? I need to be ready
1: to take off or none of us stands a chance. No, no way. Why would I risk my life for a bunch of strangers? Because Kanan risked his for you. If all you do is fight ah, she for got him. your own life, then your life Ooh. is worth nothing. They need you, Ezra. They need you right now.
0: Bum, bum, bum. No pressure or anything.
2: <laughs> it does make you wonder if Listen, somehow I mean, they that transport to selflessly rescue they, they knew there they was no something special about him right away, and that's, why, no and that's why. Sure, they wanted to save his life, but at the same time, no, I wonder if they knew something good, was up with that kid. You know, now, I wonder if they that. did too. I mean, it kind of happened
0: you in, too, in, in happenstance do. circumstances, but sure. It, it seems too well-placed. You know, too, too many things happened according to somebody's plan for
2: mm-hmm.
0: it to just be useless.
2: Or it's the Force.
0: Or it's the Force, which is probably what they're going to argue in the long run. It
2: finds them all, yes.
0: Yeah, it finds them together. The rebels are headed for the door. All right. We're going to have to stop here shortly, so wouldn't okay. you, just when do you think it would be a good He's moment? Well, we've got about 22 minutes left. We've been about 22 minutes in, so I'm looking for a... These
1: things seem to be going
2: smoother than our last home. It's a trap! we got to get out of here! It's a trap! A the kid's blowing another It's off. not enough! It's a trap! The hero sent me to warn you! Hey! Oh.
1: And...
0: Plan, it'll be fine. Yeah, the plan's just great so far. Oh. And that gravity generator. I'm waiting for the
2: climax moment and we'll be like to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop I see a commercial break coming up. You do? Yeah, okay. there's one coming up here and it looks like about a minute. Okay, well then we'll stop there. Artificial gravity is down for two minutes. <laughs>
0: Artificial gravity
2: is down for two minutes. We're going to swim through space. (laughs) Oh, that was cool. Yeah, really cool animation here. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, it's good. I am too. Man, Chopper can do everything. He's got a rocket pack.
0: Yeah, he can. I mean, he's just awesome. Let me know when your commercial
2: break hits. All right. a little green dot, so I'm assuming that's what that is. I don't have a dot. Oh, but I'll I'll trust you. Well, am I behind you, ahead of you? Uh you're like two seconds behind. Okay, but I think it's probably not going to go off because I don't see the dot anymore. So we might just want to end it. Well, poor Zeb's back to get shot. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, okay. And wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes, yeah, this is the part where Zeb abandons him, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll stop it here.
0: That's probably a good stopping spot. Stop yes.
2: In. Yeah. Sorry, okay. kid. Peace out. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. all right so zeb has left oh ah, there we es- go there it is there yeah zeb has left yep. poor ezra hanging there and that's gonna mess with ezra for a little while and i think it's gonna mess with zeb for a little while i'm sorry say what oh i was just saying zeb uh this is the part where he abandoned him they had to go and the imperial troops have ezra and this is gonna mess with ezra's confidence in zeb and i think zeb's gonna feel pretty awful bad for this for a while
0: yeah, and I think it also is going to make a a, a major psychological impact on Ezra, yeah. Yeah. because he's kind of thrown himself into this, and he didn't have to go help. He could have stayed on the ship with Hera. That's true. She was she was the one that convinced him to go, and then to have one of her teammates desert him mm-hmm. does nothing but make it you know why the, why did I do this exactly exactly you know now I'm going to suffer, and I didn't even you know all I did was warn
2: them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and, so and your, uh, your little ones agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my kids are awake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. I thoroughly enjoyed this show. I have to say I'm intrigued, and it's one of those ones if you're not even – and obviously if you listen to us, you're probably a Star Wars fan, but if you I weren't so. a Star Wars fan necessarily and you wanted to jump on board with something, this is a perfect episode to do that because these are all new characters. This is a whole new story in the midst of a giant universe of stuff going on. I'm into the show. I really like it, and I'm going to have to fire my Kindle and start catching up with
0: this. It's a great show. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a lot of material in it that just – it's a great throwback. Some of the stuff that I've listened to has said it's a great opportunity for us to kind of get back acquainted with the original trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it introduces a lot of the same themes of the intro- original trilogy in terms of defeating the tyranny of the Empire and trying to make small impacts in a big universe. Right. Because you know you're helping the Tarkin town or trying to go help the Wookiees, but it's not you're not making huge galactic impact here. You're helping small small parties, but it's big to you as as the watcher or as the as the listener. The audience, there's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, and in, in addition to that, it's big to the characters in the story because they think they're making a difference. Even if it's a small difference in a small part of the galaxy, at least it's a difference. Exactly. We all have a part to play. Um, we all have a part to play. And, I, and I'm very interested – of course, I know how a lot of this goes, but I want to try to talk about it from the perspective of not having a lot of background because I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. It's it, Looking back at it, it's very interesting to see where it goes. Oh, you got me intrigued. So, and, and as I look back and see some of these initial introductions of the characters and how they interact with each other, it's, it's awesome to kind of see how that develops over the course of the series. So I'm excited to watch it with you, just because it'll be a great opportunity to tie this together. And one of the big things I, I have to say is, and this doesn't spoil anything because I'm not going to make any direct references, but if there's one thing Dave Filoni has done, it is with this show, he has single-handedly tied a lot of my favorite characteristics and aspects of the original expanded universe into the new canon
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I can see that yeah and he's taken a lot of stuff like I said the, the Ralph McQuarrie concept art was one of the things that just really stuck out to me as I look back at it it's just amazing how much he just said you know what that's some really great material and it was changed a lot to accommodate you know, budget and things like that with the original movie but we have animation now mm-hmm. let's make those pieces of artwork officially canon in their original form yeah. And there's some, uh, it's season three, so it's a ways ahead, but there is an awesome reference to a famous Ralph McQuarrie artwork that I would have never imagined being used, and I just, I, it was awesome. Oh. So, I'm, I'm going to leave that little teaser there. You gotta, you gotta watch a lot, but it's a great, it was it was just awesome, it was beautiful, and when I knew that to look for the Ralph McQuarrie artwork, it was just like, whoa, <laughs> that's, 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 that's awesome, so, Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this step into the Star Wars Rebels universe. There's obviously a lot more to go. This is the movie before we even get into season one, and we've only watched half the movie. I don't know what our next episode will be. It could be part two of this movie. It could be a book. It could be a comic. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants this year, but I just like getting the content out there. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do and another part two of this. I, I think I would love to. I'd like to, to do it fresh. Yeah, yeah. So, but we will definitely be continuing to get. As many new and old canon references as we can into this show,
2: uh, and I'm just super excited that you know, that I get to talk Star Wars with you again. Ah, same with you, buddy. The same with you. It's been a little while, but I've had a lot of fun. i really missed the show, and I'd like to get back to it. And with school about to close for both of us, I think we could definitely make a lot more room for some Star Wars stuff. I agree. <laughs> My little little girl is walking into the room with mommy's help. But she looks adorable.
0: (laughs) She's got a pink flamingo shirt. My oldest has a dress on. My goodness, she's wearing a dress. She looks like an adult. (laughs) But anyway, I think we'll close this one out. Okay. All right, so what do you want to sign out with today? What kind of blue milk?
2: Oh, man, I don't know. I I could use another. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. There it is. We'll put that in the bumper. There you go. There you go. Uh, I, I could just go for some coffee. Yeah. blue milk. You know, just any any blue oh, milk blue that milk. has caffeine in it.
0: <laughs> How about a, an espresso blue milk?
2: Oh, that sounds good. Espresso blue milk, extra,
0: extra caffeine
2: there. Yes, double that
0: shot. Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of Star Wars Ties as we've started into the world of Rebels. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to recording the second half of this episode soon. And we hope that you enjoy your amazingly awesome espresso blue milk.
2: With a double shot of caffeine.
0: With a double shot of caffeine. (laughs) May the Force be with you.
2: And also with you. Hey, for. hey man, I am so sorry. Uh, I think when I went to update my Skype recorder, it, it as it was updating, it closed down Skype and then reopened it. So, about uh, so ob- that. That's the no problem. <laughs> I was just like, I, mean, oh, I see how it is. I'm he like, doesn't want to talk to me. I was like, you know what? He's just he's just going on and on. I'm just hanging I, up.
0: He just thinks I'm a big loser <laughs> over here. <laughs>
2: Hey, did you know we got a a uh, review in the UK for Star Wars Ties? It was a while ago. I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes if you go on iTunes and you switch stores, and I and I did this because we got a lot of UK emails over the years on TurtleFlakes. So I was like, huh, I wonder if we got any UK reviews. And we had a good, I think, eight or nine of that. But um, yeah, this one here says. This was, on, this was a while ago. I think it was when we first started, but it says, Love the dynamic between the hosts. Very relaxed and natural conversation and banter back and forth makes for a fun and easy listen. Great subject matter for people who love the movies and are still finding, finding their feet in the expanded universe. Great show, guys. Keep it up. It's a gem. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, yeah. Cool. That's great. You? And that was a five-star.
0: Oh, yay. We got a five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on, Americans. We need to pick up the pace a little bit.
2: Yeah right. right. Uh-oh. <laughs> now let's see here. It says Skype has stopped working, but yet you can still hear me. Yeah. It says close program. Talk. I don't want to do that because I'll hang
0: up on you again. Well, I mean, uh, at least this time I would understand if you had to hang up on me.
2: <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna click don't this.
0: Being a jerk.
2: Right. <laughs> so let's see how. Let's see how this goes. Okay.
0: I'm still here. You still so hear far. Me?
2: Okay. All right. It'll That's probably strange.
0: cut out in like five minutes. No, matter. right, right in the middle. Right in the middle of as 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 our good, start. healthy conversation, and we we'll finally have to get things <laughs> going. So, All right. Anyway, we were talking oh, about still... the. the the Rebels, not the Rebels, well, Rebel, um, Rebel Force Radio podcast uh, mm-hmm. that I've been listening to. And like I said, the, the music one is great. The guy that does it, David Collins, is actually, he used to work for Lucasfilm, working on some of the video games, sound design and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Uh, he now works for Sony. But same thing, he does video game sound design and everything like that. I mean, it's just awesome.
2: Yeah, so they Uh, they really know what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: uh, he does a lot of great stuff and and makes a lot of good references and has pointed out a lot of things that I would have never picked up on. Um, And I listen to the uh, soundtracks a lot, so I highly recommend it. And I I took advantage of the fact that, you know, I hadn't really gotten into the podcast very much because I didn't know how family friendly it would be. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to, and I I was focused solely on the music one for a while. And then I started to, when I was finishing up Rebels, because I've only got a few episodes left of the series. I was like, you know what, I'll go ahead and go back and listen to their discussions of the Star Wars Rebels episodes to kind of Mm -hmm. prep for for what I'm going to be doing, or what I'd like to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when I started to listen to, they have a, what they call a Star Wars Rebels Declassified, um, and they actually do an episode-by-episode breakdown, where they get a panel together and they just talk about, you know, things that happened in the episode and some of the influences that might have affected it and stuff like that and that's i'm gonna i'm gonna use some of their information so i'm gonna go ahead and say that you know in the recording uh i'm gonna go ahead and use some of the information that they've mentioned and i didn't know until i heard them say it uh though it's public all over the all over the internet if i look for it um but they were the source that i found it from that uh that definitely was fascinating to me um and, and I'll mention a couple of things as we go through, and it definitely opened my eyes as I started to watch some of the later episodes, now that we're in Season 4, and uh, or finishing it up, for those of you that have. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even notice that. And I wouldn't have noticed that if I hadn't known to look for it, but because I was listening to, to Star Wars uh, Rebels Declassified with uh, the Rebel Force Radio Group, um, I was like, oh, now I'm able to pick that up. So, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and jump in, and then we'll, we'll talk and get started on this video.
2: Sounds fun. I'm looking All forward right. to it. Yeah.
0: So, when do you want to record again?
2: Uh, how about next weekend? Or, um... Well, since it's just I a can't green... do
0: next weekend because I'll be oh, running. Right. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> this time. S-
2: since it's um, you know, just a green screen. Uh, anytime you want, um, I-, I can do any evening this week if you want to finish it up.
0: Well, you mentioned doing Monday night. Uh, we could do the second half of this on Monday night. Yeah, I think I can do that. That sounds good. That'll give me two more episodes <gasps> to edit. Well, hi, <laughs> um, that'll give me a couple more episodes to edit before we actually get you know too far into it. Okay. Um, <gasps> come here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You say hi to Mr. Rob? Hey,
2: Emelyn, how can are you, you say, honey?
0: Can you say hi? Hang on, she can't hear
2: you. <laughs> now say Hey, Emelyn, how are you, honey Hi. You're getting so big. Can you say hi? Say hello. Say good morning. Say good She's not going to do it. Oh, do it. I understand, I you know. It's early. Yeah. <laughs> She's not had her coffee. Her coffee. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: Let's see. I'm trying to set up the camera. Um so she so you can see her.
2: No. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah, I've not so I've we'll not seen see her there. since gosh. I can't even remember last time. Right at least a year. At least
0: it's been a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We need to get together so you can, so that your your son and my daughter can actually meet. Oh
2: yeah. I don't know if she wants to meet Grayson right now. He's in a hateful stage right now. Woof. Right now. Is he too?
0: All right. There's me.
2: Here. Oh, hang on. I can't see. Oh, there she is. Wow. She has grown. Oh my goodness. Can
0: you say hi now. You can see you. You can't see him. But that's his picture.
2: Hi, Emily, How are you, honey? Can you, you say honey? hello, please? No, <laughs> don't make a face. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, she's so cute, oh, she's so cute, man. She doesn't have she does to. Have. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Watch your foot. Uh,
2: I'll see you later, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to move her. Well, that, if I take her away from her Cheerios, she'll get mad. Aww. I was going to show you, Jalen, but if I take you away from her,
2: ah, watch out. Wow, is that an hour um, hourglass?
0: That is. Oh. Not or why really on the kitchen table, but anyway.
2: <laughs> All right, Mr. All right. Scott, uh, buddy, I've got to run, my man. I've got uh, Yeah, I know you do two to
0: take care another of. It. Another podcast, yeah. Oh,
2: yes, I'm marathoning this morning.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you recording with me. We'll get together. Uh, we'll plan on Monday night Okay. Um, and see if we can squeeze in the second half of this episode.
2: Do you want to cram it all uh, into one show, you think? Or?
0: No, I'll probably do two, two releases, but it won't be a whole lot of editing because there won't be a lot of checking in for the next one we'll just watch. Okay, cool. you want to um,
2: close this but one out it'll, then?
0: But I'd rather do two episodes. That way I have when I edit I can release. It. Yep, you got one in the bank. And maybe and maybe by Monday I'll actually know um, what my reward my, what my, uh, ah! Yeah, what she said. <laughs> um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Come over
1: here. Yes. Come here. Do
0: it again. Say it right into the computer, or right here. Say. Ah, now you're not gonna do it. Of not. I was gonna put you in the show as like the introduction. Star Wars. Nah, nah, no. all right. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> all right man uh, hey i really enjoyed it buddy i uh i hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend and buddy i'll holler at you monday that sounds great thanks for recording with you i appreciate it stout sorry about the the change in schedule and everything but uh
0: it probably worked out better in the long run <laughs> i
2: was able to get some sleep last night and you know for the most part we're, we're done before we actually have to get started this morning so it worked out a uh, good deal man well tell uh after i said hi and i'll holler at you later buddy i will but sounds good right, talk to you later Star Wars, please let these Star Wars stay,
1: and hey, how about that nutty Star Wars bar, can you forget all the creatures in there, and hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me, Ah! Star Wars, Star Wars, my seventh winner up here, Star Wars! <laughs>